Welcome, Patriots. We have a dynamic episode of Raven's Radar for you. We're going to the front line with some amazing firepower and generals who know exactly how to win this war for the battle of our country. If it's in your sights, it's on my radar. We'll be airborne shortly. Welcome, Patriots, to this episode of Raven's Radar. We're going to get right to it after we get to what's going on in our country right now. We have uh, we are in no shortage of crises thanks to uh, the resident turnip. So what have we got going on right now? Well, the biggest news we've got is the city of Denver. You guys are going to love this one, and we're going to do it in, in replay mode because liberals have extremely short memories, especially when it comes to scathing hypocrisy. So we're going to do that. So Denver, the city of Denver is now asking the federal government for $20 million to deal with the illegal aliens that have crossed into the city of Denver. Okay, you're not calling them migrants, Raven. No, I am not calling them migrants. I am calling them illegal aliens, people who have crossed our border illegally, unchecked, unvetted, and have made their way, not just to the southern border, but to the interior of the country, to Denver, Colorado, the Mile High City. So, to help jog the memories, okay, here's what Denver had to say in 2017 about uh, migrants. And we have a graphic up for those of you who are listening, and it says, and I quote, Denver City employees will not ask about the immigration status and will not share information about immigration status with the federal government. Uh-huh. So that's the short memory version, folks. That's what they were saying in 2017 about criminal illegal aliens. They like to give them fancy other titles. They're migrants. They're dreamers. They're seekers of stop, okay? Seriously, just stop, okay? This is what we need you to hear, Patriots. So that's what they had to say in 2017 about um, singing Kumbaya with people who have broken our immigration laws. Here's what they have to say now in 2023. We're pursuing every avenue and pot of money available to us for this activity and will continue to do so. Denver's chief financial officer told council members she thinks from December to June, the city could spend up to $20 million on this response. With council approval, Denver's financial reserves would pay for nearly all of that. Right now, a state grant is covering a very small portion of the bill. It's not clear how much this support will cost the city the second half of 2023. That depends on a new contract with the service provider. Yeah, hypocrite says what? I'm telling you, guys, you can't make this up. So now, okay, we don't want to share information. We just want money from the federal government. And here's a spoiler alert. The federal government has no money. It's we the people. So Denver now has decided that, you know, cooperation's not so bad as long as, you know, people are paying. So they said they're not exactly clear on the numbers. Okay, I can help with that, guys. 
Here it is. Here are the numbers. We had 7 million people come across the border since Joe Biden has been pretending to do whatever it is he does at 1600 Pennsylvania. We've had 7 million. So the way that the Denver City Council has this figured is that that comes out to $800 to $1,000 per illegal alien per week, which is almost 50,000 per criminal illegal alien. They got 6,000. Yes, you heard me. 6,000 equals they need $20 million for housing, staffing, resources, and miscellaneous. Um, miscellaneous for stuff I can't say, you know, because this is, we're going to keep this program rated properly. But I, I want you guys to know, so they say they don't have an exact number. Well, 20 million sounds like a pretty exact number to me. It sounds like a pretty high number. So 6,000 equals 20 million, but we got 7 million across our Southern border. So how much does seven, how much does that cost if we're talking about 7 million people? I can tell you $336 billion is what we're talking about to sustain, I'm sorry, $336 million to sustain this, okay? This is what we're talking about. The level of hypocrisy and, and, and grossness on this is off the charts. You're absolutely kidding, okay? And this is proof positive that one, um, there is a scathing double standard and two, that they are in the middle and interiors and infiltrated every aspect of our country. How did they get to the Mile High City? Okay, they walked from the southern border. We have got to stop this. So Raven, what can we do? If you live in Colorado and Denver, I'm sounding off here from Texas, guys. If you were in Colorado and Denver and not lighting the phones up right now for the governor, Lieutenant Governor, Congressman, and State Legislator asking them, excuse me, I would very much not like to spend $20 million on illegal aliens. I would like to spend that money on roads and infrastructure and the economy and helping actual Americans. And, you know, if we can swing it in, veterans who fought for your right to be free and to live in a free America. Sincerely, everybody. So that's what you do. You have to make noise, patriots. We have got to get out of this convenience fee. The convenience fee for eating out every day is poor health. The convenience fee for not paying attention to what your legislators is doing is communism. And this is what you see. Taxation without representation. Who are they representing? People who crossed our border illegally. Make it stop. Patriots, that's where the power is. What else is going on? We've got in an interesting turn of events, so the Democrats decided to open Pandora's box, and now they're going with their nobody's above the law and we have to start prosecuting criminals except for ours, doctrine. So they tried to perp walk President Trump and they were hoping that was going to stop him because God knows they've thrown everything else, the spaghetti doctrine, Throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Well, it's not working. Patriots pushed back and he raised over $7 million. It has gotten people from the left to jump right, figuratively and literally, because people are sick of it. So I'm telling you guys, and while this is happening,
So while they're trying to make this ridiculously legally pathetic case against a seven-year-old possibly campaign finance issue against President Trump, this little nugget of information was happening in real time. Porn actress who got the hush money that kicked off the Trump investigation will have to pay more than $100,000 to the former president. That's right, on this day. A federal appeals court ordered Stormy Daniels Tuesday to cover Trump's legal expenses from her 2018 defamation case. Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, had sued Trump over a Twitter post. She lost the case and Trump took her to court to claw back the cost of his defense. <laughs> I'm telling you, patriots, you can't make this up, okay? This is Alvin Bragg. The, the Manhattan DA who campaigned on communism, who campaigned not to make better the lives of New Yorkers, but campaigned to violate somebody's civil rights as his campaign platform. I'm going to get Trump. You know, that crime thing, if, I, if that pesky crime thing, you know, rears its head, then we'll deal with that later. But right now, we got to violate the, the Constitution and civil rights of the most prominent person who's going to tell us that we're ridiculous. Okay, so that's what happened. Stormy Daniels now ordered to pay another $121,972. And we want it all. So if you were paying attention, let me summarize. President Trump got street cred, because now he really is New Yorker in a boss mode. He raised a truckload of money. He rallied the patriots. Even the left had to say, man, this is absolute garbage. We're going to start prosecuting old crimes and criminals. Okay. And then Pelosi, the vodka queen on record is going, nobody's above the law, except for me with possible insider trading and except for the Clintons and AOC, basically Alvin Bragg, um, Soros, any other Democrat we can think of, and pretty much anybody who dislikes Trump. But spoiler alert, Trump wins. So Trump wins. So I just want to let patriots know what difference does it make when we make our voices heard? This is what difference it makes, okay? We are winning the battle. This narrative is crumbling and patriots aren't gonna take it anymore. We are done allowing them to shred our constitution. This is what these rights are for. This is exactly the government our founding fathers fought to escape that we live in right now. And we're gonna keep going. So we're gonna get back to the winning until we can get President Trump back and keep winning full time. Let's just keep winning. It's going to be great. And on that note, we're going to have a frontline fighter on our show today, the one and only Frank Gaffney. If you guys don't know who this is, you got to get involved. He's on the front line of our conservative movement, and he is going to be giving you, he speaks softly, but he carries a hammer the size of Thor. And we're going to be bringing it to you today right after this. We are here to defend democracy for the people.
Welcome back, Patriots. Well, it is that time. It's time to get to the front lines. And are you guys seeing the evolution of our guests coming where we're really getting down to it? We are getting to the nuts and bolts of what we need to do to get this country back on track. And in that vein, I have a pioneer in this field of saving America and speaking the truth. I have the legendary Frank Gaffney on Raven's Radar today. Welcome, Frank Gaffney, to Raven's Radar. Thank you. It's a privilege to be with you. Uh, a lot of people know who you are. A lot of the people who watch our podcast know because you are a heavy hammer voice in this movement. So you are... Tell us, you have a show on Real American Voice, Securing America. You have a foundation. You are an expert also in the engagement we should or should not have with China. Tell our listeners and our viewers a little bit about you. Well, it's a very kind introduction. Thank you. Um, uh, the high point of my career was working for President Ronald Reagan in uh, the Pentagon back when men were men. And uh, I was a kid, basically. It uh, was the experience of a lifetime to help him take down the Soviet Union in a small way in my case, but uh, in a very big way in his. And it really informed um, the rest of my life in terms of the intense burden that we all must shoulder to protect our country against all enemies, foreign and domestic, but most especially those that are totalitarian in character and seek our destruction. And that was true of the Soviet Union in its day. It was true in the intervening years of uh, what I call Sharia supremacists, um, Islamists who seek uh, to install a global caliphate. Uh, again, we have to be removed from the scene for that reason. But of late and increasingly, the foe that we now face, our existential threat to freedom, as Ronald Reagan used to say, is the Chinese Communist Party. And we have been working intensively both at uh, an organization I founded in 1988 called the Center for Security Policy and with uh, one of our many coalitions that we sponsor called the Committee on the Present Danger China to raise awareness about these dangers to help the American people understand what can be done about them and why it is imperative that we do what we can to protect the country we love. And I love this, Frank. This is because we talk a lot. You hear a lot in the conservative movement. People mention Ronald Reagan, the great communicator, and a Reagan-esque doctrine, and Reagan's peace through strength. You got to see this because when you came in with, you were tapped by Ronald Reagan. You came in on the Cold War. So you're actually an expert on shutting down communism. You were there when we went through the Cold War. I was there as well, but not in any really cool capacity. <laughs> I was following my parents around. That is amazing. Really quick before I really start to, to get into how we're going to fix this, what was Ronald Reagan like? What's What was the takeaway from working under someone like Ronald Reagan? Well, I wasn't one of his intimates, let me be clear, but uh, I did have the privilege of working for him for about four and a half years. And what he was really like, I think, was what you saw. He was an authentic American patriot, a visionary leader, a man who was wildly underestimated in terms of his intellectual capacities, as well as his 
grasp of the great issues of the day and his intention to address them directly. Uh, one of the things that was most important, I think certainly in a formative phase of my life was watching him seek a mandate from the American people. Um, interestingly enough, he tapped a group called the Committee on the Present Danger to help him devise a strategy for dealing with his times existential threat to freedom, as I said, the Soviet Union or evil empire, as he called it. He pulled three dozen of uh, the people who were members of that committee into work with him, and they put forward a plan which the president sought a mandate from the American people to execute. And with the help of the committee, he did just that. And the rest as they say, is history. He did bring down the evil empire and freed in the years that followed uh, 100 million people easily around the world and greatly relieved some of the threats and dangers that we faced, at least for a time. We need to have a similar kind of moment and we created a, a counterpart to that original committee on the present danger and this one focused on China and are seeking to help people in elective office and the American people more generally understand that there are things that we can do to defeat the Chinese Communist Party before it destroys us. And we have to be about it right quick. We do. And it's funny that you say that. So now we have, Reagan did a great job with the existential threat we had with Russia, but we did have China looming in the background even back then. And now China is our existential threat. And it slipped in on us, Frank, because we now we're talking about this heavy, but some people really don't don't get it. What is the threat? And I want you to break it down for our listeners and our viewers, the threat that China poses to us as Americans right now. Well, I make a distinction between China and the Chinese Communist Party. I, I don't think we really have any brook with the people of China, they are as brutally oppressed by the Chinese as the Chinese have in mind for us. In fact, over 100 million of them have been killed by the Chinese Communist Party since it stood up under Mao Zedong. They don't even throw into that count the 400 million, maybe 500 million that the Chinese Communists have killed in utero infanticide. This has been a horrible regime for the Chinese people. So I think that by being clear that the Chinese communists who misrule and abuse and murder the people of China is our common enemy and that we ought to be doing everything as Reagan did to delegitimize the regime in this case in Beijing and separate it from the people that it is misruling. So. I guess what I would say is that what we have come up with in terms of a strategy drawn on approximately 70, two or three now, webinars that the Committee on the Present Danger China has conducted in just the space of the past seven or eight months is in its distilled form, uh, this book we call The Indictment. And the subtitle is Prosecuting the Chinese Communist Party and Friends for crimes against the United States or against America, China, and the world. And what we've laid out in the book, Raven, is nine 
different charges of crimes against humanity in the case of the Chinese people and others, and war crimes against our own country, for which we believe the Chinese must be prosecuted. The Chinese Communist Party, specifically the CCP, must be prosecuted at the minimum in the court of public opinion. And ideally, because it is a transnational criminal organization in actual courts of law as well, especially the people who are helping the Chinese Communist Party, enabling them, as uh, I believe a great many members of our elite are, having been captured by the CCP over the decades since the Soviets fell. That is it. That's, did you guys catch, Patriots, did you catch that? So uh, Frank Gaffney has written a book, and it is a barn burner called The Indictment. And it's talking about prosecuting the CCP and accomplices. Accomplices, so Frank, is it a stretch? Would accomplices be people who we have receipts receiving payments uh, from the CCP uh, to that are having access, being given access? We have domestic, we have people inside America, inside our various institutions who are helping the CCP. That's the cornerstone of this book of how we move forward by prosecuting this wrong, correct? Absolutely. The way I would put it is this, the Chinese Communist Party has made a practice of what they call elite capture, again, for decades. Um, basically at the time that the Soviet Union fell, uh, Deng Xiaoping, who was then the general secretary of the Chinese Communist Party, said the Cold War between the United States and the Soviet Union is over. The Soviets have lost. A new Cold War has begun between the United States and China, and China will win. And he adopted what he called the hide and bide strategy to achieve the victory of the Chinese Communist Party, namely to conceal the true intent, which was to become sufficiently powerful to destroy the United States and dominate the world, and to bide their time as they did so by, among other things, enlisting the help of American elites. And when I say elites, I mean most obviously in the business community, in the financial sector, um, in media, in the culture, Hollywood, uh, also in academia, and not least, in government. Come and as on. you said, we have people on both sides of the aisle, sadly, who are compromised by the CCP. You asked, do we have the receipts? I think in many cases we do in the sense that people who, well, for example, Joe Biden, who spent 50 years in government and has become a multi, multi-millionaire. How did and, that happen? Well, and let we me know. just ask you the... <laughs> Did anybody catch the, the Chinese adopted a hide and Biden, I'm sorry, hide and bide strategy? You can't make this up, Frank. Right. It's almost like it was named after him yeah. of, well, of going, you, you, my you goodness. You can say it certainly was applied to him, uh, whether it was named for him or not. And, <laughs> well, and this is the problem, uh, Raven, as you, as you know, uh, we do have the evidence of criminal wrongdoing on the part of lots of these Americans. 
they've simply not considered it a betrayal of our country, which of course it has been, because, well, the policy of the U.S. government was to, you know, try to enrich the Chinese communists and and uh, on the thought that they would become better behaved, more like us, right. as some would say, as they became wealthier. And far from that, they've become more deadly, more dangerous, more determined than ever to take us down. So this, this you're going back to the point you made very well a moment ago. This is perhaps our last chance for a course correction. We yes. have got to clear out those who are pay, playing for the other team in the elites of this country. And we need to restore a sense of uh, what Ronald Reagan called, you know, peace through strength peace to through strength. hopefully deter the war that I'm afraid the Chinese Communist Party is now prepared to move from what they previously have called under the hide and bide strategy, unrestricted warfare, yes. pre-kinetic, if you will, but nonetheless very, very damaging in favor of an old-fashioned shooting war. Well, it's been very be damaging, hasn't it? And they haven't fired a single shot. And we are tearing each other apart from the inside. We can see it. You know, we are not. So I like that you say this because I'm really a big fan of verbs in the sentences. You tell them what's wrong and what we're going to do about it. So in your book, The Indictment and Moving Forward, do we have, first of all, question one, can we stop this? Can we fix this? Can we write this? And question two, how? Yeah, we've got 20 specific actionable steps that we believe would make an enormous difference, both in terms of the damage that's already been done to us by the Chinese Communist Party, and hopefully to deter the damage that they have in mind in the future. What can most importantly be done, I think, is recognizing what the Chinese Communist Party is, and that is a transnational criminal organization, as I said. And as you said, that people who are aiding and abetting, enabling, empowering, emboldening the Chinese Communist Party are accomplices to its criminal activity. They need to be held accountable for it. The beauty of this idea, I think, is if we can actually get people to embrace the idea that we're dealing with a criminal enterprise, well, citizens in this country can bring racketeering charges against people like the Chinese communists and their friends and actually prosecute them in the old fashioned way for crimes that are taking place in our country and that have been absolutely devastating. Just one example, of course, a million of us have died as a result of a biological warfare attack by the CCP. They have to be held accountable for that. The book offers specific recommendations as to how to do that. People can order it now at Amazon. It'll be out uh, in about, uh, well, shortly, let me just say. And uh, we strongly encourage that you buy one for yourself and one for your representative because people in Congress need to get on this indictment, charging, and prosecuting as rapidly as they possibly can. That is incredible advice because that's what I always say, guys, we're sick of Congress and these speeches. Stop making speeches, go do your job. You know, right. seriously. So, and this is, I, I gotta tell you guys, so I just found out 
you know, this book, The Indictment by Frank Gaffney, is the first one to be backed by the new War Room book, Steve Bannon, which is Latin for rock star, okay, <laughs> is this is the first book coming out. And you guys know Steve Bannon is a frontline firebrand like me. So he is putting this book up. I am encouraging every patriot, go get this book. You want to know what to do? Raven, what can we do? This is what you do. First, you buy Frank's book and then you buy mine. Raven's yep. Mantle, Fighting the Betrayal of America. Shameless plug, but really, really important that you you guys, we're, we're giving you the benefit of people who've been there, seen it, done it, and know how to fix it. So get behind us. So Frank, one more time as as we close out, because this is really good stuff. You're putting verbs, facts. This is not a fluff piece, patriots. This is the blueprint of how we do this. How do we do this? Frank's going to tell it to you, and you're talking about somebody super credible. How can they, again, once again, how can they find the book? How they can, can they connect with you? Um, we have lots of platforms and resources available. Uh, I mentioned the Committee on the Present Danger of China. Its website is presentdangerchina.org. You can see every one of these 70-plus webinars for free. We tried to distill the essence of them into this book. You can get the indictment at uh, Amazon. Uh, you can also learn more about it at theindictmentbook.com. And um, my television show is Securing America and Real America's Voice. We're on every day. Uh, you can find out more about it at securingamerica.tv. Thank you for your time, Evan, and for your leadership. Uh, I'm, I really feel honored, Frank, to be on the front lines. You know, somebody told me a long time ago, instead of saying I have to do something, to say I get to do something. So instead of saying I have to save my kids' future, I have to save our country, I get to save our country. So I feel very excited. Amen. And patriots, I just, these are the ones you want to get behind. You hear me say all the time, if you can't be on the front lines, Support those of us who are. I want patriots report to this line. I want you to buy this book. And Frank Gaffney, I am beyond honored to have had you on the show today. I would like to invite you back. We're going to be doing a recap when we can actually show some progress on this, if we can have you back. And thank you so much for being that calm and patriots. I I I know him. He's like this. I mean, it's it's that voice of reason, like you know. He can tell you the sky is falling, but it's going to be okay. And you'll believe it because he's credible. This guy is the real deal. Frank Gaffney, absolutely a pleasure. Thank you for being on the show with us today. And Patriots, we're going to be right back right after this. We are here to defend democracy for the people. Well, Patriots, thank you for joining us for this episode of Raven's Radar. I hope that you see the value. It is so critical to have these frontline generals, these people who are powerhouses in the conservative movement, getting to the forefront and telling you what's going on. These are the movers and shakers. We are the ones who are trying to do it. Um, taking America back is not a passive 
It's not a, uh, it's an action statement. It's a verb. And we have to, to do that. And in that vein, please check out Frank Gaffney. He's got a show, Securing America Now. But he also has the new, the Sovereignty Coalition so SovereigntyCoalition.org. This is something that every patriot needs to go to. You need to sign up for it. They're going to be pushing back against the overreach of the WHO and all these organi global organizations that are trying to take down our freedoms. They all have their eyes and their sights on America. And we got to be the stronghold, patriots. This is our move. So Security Coalition, SovereigntyCoalition.org. And while you're at it, please go and order the copy of my book, it is Raven's Mantle. It is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble for pre-sale. It's doing really well because it's a story that conservatives need to hear. We're going to be talking about starting in the Cold War and finding our way back to the Cold War, having a Pentagon parent on 9-11, being at the Vegas massacre. There are so many things in our history that are not even repeats. They're on a loop of going around. So I encourage Patriots, please check out the book. If you want more information, you can find me at ravenharrison.com and you can find me on social media as the conservative warrior. And for those who get kind of confused, it's TX underscore warrior for conservative warrior. So we've got a lot of fakes out there trying to be Raven. They wish, but that's where you want to find me. And I'm telling you until next time, Patriots, we are getting the job done. Until next time, keep fighting. We'll see you then.